KYW Original Podcasts. For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic in Philadelphia, subscribe to KYW In-Depth on the Radio.com app or wherever you listen to podcasts. The coronavirus pandemic from KYW In-Depth. I'm Matt Leon. So we got some really sobering economic news this morning. I don't know. I don't know how surprising it is. I think in the back of our minds, we all knew how bad this was. But when you see numbers in front of you, like 6.6 million people filing for unemployment last week, uh, it really kind of crystallizes this situation that we're in uh, economically that we don't quite know when it's going to end and how it's going to end. But uh, there are very few people, I think, whose lives haven't been turned upside down in one way or another over what's uh, happened the last few weeks. So taking those jobless numbers in mind, we wanted to check in who's uh, become a friend of KYW In-Depth, David Fiorenza, Assistant Professor of Economics at Villanova. Uh, Just wanted to talk to him about the numbers and kind of where things go from here and just kind of take his temperature on the economy as a whole as we roll through another week of uncertainty. All right, David, so let's start at the top here. 6.6 million people filed for unemployment last week. Uh, Did you anticipate anything close to that number? I did not. I anticipated last week to be closer to 4 million, and it ended up being 3.28. Now, I expected another 4 million this week. So if I, if I add both weeks up, I'm not far off from, from the 10 million of the actual claims that have happened. Can you put this in context? Has there ever been a number like this before? Is there anything you can compare this to in history? Well... It hasn't happened in my lifetime. I have seen 10% unemployment, and that was during the financial crisis of 2008 and 9. Um, even the recession going back to 1979 through 1981 did not see high unemployment like this. We saw the opposite. We saw high interest rates and high inflation, double digits close to 20%. I think I'd rather have a little bit more inflation a little bit higher interest rates than I would see all these people out of work. Do you think we are going to continue to see these these numbers at these like incredible heights? I mean, at some point it has to start to level off, no? You're correct. At some point it does have to level off. I am seeing that various Federal Reserve banks are giving different figures. And looking at today's figures, the St. Louis Federal Reserve may not be far off from saying that we could have 30% unemployment when this is all said and done. Do numbers like this, the last couple of weeks of economic data, does this make you even more concerned about the overall state of the economy and where it's going? Do you still have uh, some confidence because this is kind of, what do they call it, a black swan event that the recovery could be quick? Where are you now with your thinking on that? I'm still thinking that we were close to the end of the un- of the high unemployment numbers. I'm hoping that this will only last for four to eight weeks. I'm hoping that the industries can take the infusion of cash that is going to be uh, presented to them from the House and Congress and the president when they sign the CARES Act and at least give people some some help in the next six weeks, eight weeks. But it's going to take a, a big concerted effort by everybody in state government, local government to try to persuade landlords and persuade credit card companies to not 
be so hard on people. And that's been happening a lot right now. So I'm, I'm seeing a lot of positive out there. So it's giving me hope that, uh, that this is only going to last a few more months. So we hear these unemployment numbers, but big picture, do we really know how many people are unemployed in the country, like true unemployment? Well, the true unemployment figure is probably larger, and that's because people are what we call underemployed, meaning they're working part-time, they wish they had full-time jobs, or people's hours were cut. That is not actually reflected in today's numbers that came out. There are people who have advanced degrees, lots of experience, they're, they're skilled, and they're working in maybe semi-skilled jobs or, or in unskilled jobs because those jobs are available. Before the coronavirus, we were, I would say, at full employment of 3.5% unemployed. And that was just the people that were really in between jobs or those who who had decided to maybe stay home for other reasons or just couldn't get the job to fit and match their experience and education. So we talk about when the country opens up again, and it's probably going to be a, a weird, staggered, here, there type stuff like that, but that could start the engine rolling again. Overall, other people in your field that they talk to, do they have a general sense that the economy will be able to recover quickly? What are you hearing from, your, uh, from, from people that, uh, uh, you know, other economists you deal with? That's a great question. And yesterday we had a conference call with about four or five people from from various uh, expertise. Some were labor economists, some were were general what we call macroeconomic economists, and and my expertise lies in the public sector. So I always look to see how housing is doing, how how building permits, and how investment in the economy is doing. So they had a concern that. Uh, that the global travel was was going to come to almost a halt, which has basically happened for in the next four weeks, and and take the the uh, advice of the president and your governors. I'm a little more hopeful that that some people will will come out of this. The ones that will come out of it will be able to really manage their budgets better. They'll be able to save more. They'll be able to pay their their debts more, their obligations, and really be able to to focus in and actually ask. What do I need in my daily life or monthly life to run my budget? The, it's, it's the, we still want to consume. We still want to be happy. We still want to have a great consumer confidence. But I think we have to look at all these things with austerity. So we talk about all these jobs that are being lost. I mean, can you give a, a, any kind of a educated guess? How many do you think are permanently gone? Well, I think... The in the restaurant industry, hospitality and tourism, it's it could be half. So if we get up to a fifteen to twenty percent unemployment rate, to bring that unemployment rate down to about seven or eight percent, even nine, unfortunately to say this, that would be a good number to be at eight to nine percent when this is all said and done. What are the biggest needs right now? You talked about the CARES Act and and that step that was taken. Uh, you know, do we? And I guess another question is: Are we at a point where we're still not even quite sure what we need, what the size of the band aid needs to be? Because this is really an event that has no playbook at this point. 
That's a great question. It's like a moving target almost uh, that every day there's discussions about do we inject more money into things like infrastructure? You can inject more money into infrastructure, but if you're not allowed to do the projects right now and you can't do them for at least a month or so, that's not going to stimulate the economy. Right now, uh, what happened with the CARES Act is not going to be a stimulus package. That's basically a package to get people through life for the next four weeks, six weeks at this point. So when financial people tell you that you should really have six months worth of savings in the bank, this is the crisis where it really rings true. Are there things that people aren't talking about now from an economic standpoint that your concern could become issues down the road? Or are there any things that we should be on the lookout for, you know, because right now so many people and rightfully so are worried unemployment getting through the month, like you said, but how about ripple effects? Are there some things that you're starting to think, boy, X, Y, and Z could become a problem if this continues? Right. That's true. I'm taking a look at what's happening at the local level and the city levels. And I think because of the fact that we are, we have people who may not be able to make mortgages, there could be some foreclosures. I'm also seeing the fact that I believe at the local levels, you're going to see taxes rise next year for school taxes, for city taxes, maybe even wage taxes. It's almost inevitable. I'm not, I don't think sales taxes will go up, but I do think wage taxes could go up at the state level and local levels because they are being really pressed to spend money and efforts in areas that they never spent before in, in social services uh, and also in public safety. So overall, what would your message be to people that are just trying to process the world right now from an economic standpoint? Well, it's it's probably something that they should take a look at. And do they feel comfortable looking at the news every day? Do they feel comfortable looking at the numbers? I don't think this is going to be something that we would see that happened in the year 1929, because all of our people that work for the Federal Reserve are very aware of what a, a depression looks like. They've studied it day in and day out. And I don't think they want us to go down that road. And I, I hope that Congress can continue to get together and do things that are for the benefit of American workers first. That's first and foremost, American workers. And then after that, take a look at, at everything else that's out there for the companies. But the small business owner, that's two thirds of the country, if not even more of the country. And we need to keep all these towns in the tri-state area that we've worked so hard to look great all year round. We've built up our main street and I'd hate to see all that go uh, to waste or go down the tubes, go down the drain in the next six months. That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth Coronavirus. For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic here in the Philadelphia area, or if you want to know how what you see or hear on the news is going to change your own life or your own routine, then subscribe to the KYW In-Depth podcast. Search for KYW In-Depth on the Radio.com app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. My name is Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.